Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast. Now, we're the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Central Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their next few matchups over the week. But before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Betting Barrier Podcast. Now, before we went on break, we previewed what we are doing with this week's show. Once again, talk about the Golden State Warriors and their upcoming matchups over the next week. But it's a bit of a special edition because, obviously... We are in the NBA Finals, and the Warriors were able to dispatch of the Mavericks. I thought they'd end up doing so in five, and they did. So overall, nice week for us. We only predicted one game, and we said we liked the Golden State, and we also liked the over, and both of those ended up hitting. So overall, good week for us, good week for Golden State. And now after a long layoff, we finally have the start of the NBA Finals on Thursday. And of course, their opponent for the NBA Finals is going to be the Boston Celtics, who were able to finally beat the Miami Heat after seven grueling games. Probably should have went six, but then Jimmy Butler had his masterpiece. Boston ended up really blowing a golden opportunity for an extra couple days of rest, but they ended up winning in game seven on the road, so it doesn't really matter. And we're looking at what should be a very entertaining and competitive series. So to go through the actual, I'd say, game plan for this podcast, of course, we're going to go through the games for the next week, which gets us all the way through Game three, game four is going to be on Friday, but it is also worth mentioning that I'm going to go through some series props that I like overall, go through my predictions, some key matchups, et cetera, because of course the NBA finals, you kind of got to go above and beyond. So starting off with the overall series impressions, I really flip-flopped leading up to this potential matchup. I thought Boston would beat Miami in six when the series started. And I thought Golden State would beat Dallas in six. So I thought that both these teams would end up winning. They did. Now, going into the first couple of games in the rounds, I actually did think that Boston would beat Golden State in a head-to-head matchup for the finals about two weeks ago when I was going through the possibility in my head. However, as each the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference series ended up really just elongating, I really was less impressed by Boston and more impressed by Golden State because Golden State beat up on a Dallas team, which I'll be honest, I don't think is very good. Dallas ended up beating a Phoenix team, which turned out to be fraudulent, and Golden State really dominated from start to finish. And yes, Golden State was a bad matchup for Dallas, but Dallas had no rim protection whatsoever. And besides Luka, we know the supporting cast is okay at times. Overall, not great. So Golden State really took care of business with the exception of the one road game in game four, which they lost. But to be honest, nobody really cared. It was the same thing we saw against Memphis where they got killed on the road. Then they came back at home and they closed it out. So Golden State was able to pick up a couple extra days because they went five, Boston went seven. And I do think that should help mostly because of some injuries. Because according to some reports, Igudala 
Porter and Peyton the second are all trending towards probable in game one. They're technically still questionable. Maybe we'll see one or two of them potentially not play, but that's huge because we know Boston has a bunch of talented wings. And if you could throw more quality wing defenders on them, you might see Tatum and Brown struggle. So I do think the extra couple days off definitely benefits Golden State. Now, if you want to look at the matchup, I said before, or I was talking about it, I originally liked Boston a couple weeks ago in this hypothetical matchup. And then Boston had whatever was going on in the Miami series, where they really couldn't win a home game. They were very good on the road, but I didn't think Miami was that good either. And Miami was basically dead to rights for two straight games where they scored less than 83 points. And you just assume Boston was going to roll them over in game six. And they didn't. And I don't know what it is about Boston, but it seems like late in games for the entire season, because of course they choked a bunch of leads earlier in the year in the fourth quarter. They're just awful in crunch time when it comes to offensive execution. And even that closeout game against Miami, they were up by 11 with a couple minutes to go. And yet, because of some awful shots and some awful decision-making, somehow Jimmy Butler had a three-point shot for the lead with less than 20 seconds left. I know he missed it, whatever. Point is, Boston should never have been in that situation. Game was over. Game was dead to rights, and then Boston tried to hand the game back to Miami. And I think that's a serious concern I have when it comes to assuming Boston will actually win the series. It's because Golden State, for as long as the dynasty's been around, has been really good in late-game execution scenarios. And we know that Golden State runs a lot of off-ball action when it comes to off-ball screens, when it comes to pick-and-roll with some screens to set up on the side for Clay to come around. You know what I'm talking about. But the point is, I do think if these games are close down the stretch, I have more faith in Golden State's offense to generate better looks than Boston's offense. We know Boston is a pretty ISO-heavy team down the stretch, They'll give it to Tatum. They'll give it to Brown. Occasionally smart when things really break down. And they'll just tell them, do something. And they'll try to get to the rim and take a really bad shot. That's what we've seen from Boston for the entire year. And against Golden State in the finals, it's not going to fly. So the more that I thought about it and the healthier Golden State got, I gravitated more towards taking Golden State to win this series. Now, I will acknowledge Boston does have a lot of size on the interior, which is going to be a problem for Golden State. Because Golden State has Looney, and that's basically it. We know Wiseman was supposed to potentially come back. He's out for the year. And truth is, even if he was playing, he's still relatively skinny, but he would have been a body. So your backup center is arguably Bielixa. Of course, Draymond when you go small. But the point is, Boston should be getting Robert Williams, who is healthier following the couple days of rest. They still have Horford. They can use technically Tice, but I don't think Tice is going to play that much. But the question is, can Golden State compete on the glass against Boston despite giving up a decent amount of size and really just strength on the interior? And I personally think they can because we saw them do it against Memphis. And Memphis was the number one rebounding team in the league. And Golden State killed them on the glass in five of the six games. So I do think it's definitely possible for Golden State to out-rebound them. And I do think that if Golden State can keep it close in the rebounding battle, Golden State should generate better shots throughout these games, and I think they'll do enough in order to win. Now, another factor we got to talk about is the turnovers, because we know Golden State has been turnover-prone for a long time. Some of it is style of play. Some of it is just based on just some miscommunications, because a lot of stuff they do is very last second, and you can talk about backdoor cuts, etc. But if you improvise even for a split second, there's a miscommunication, and Draymond throws it into the fifth row. 
So turnovers have been an issue for Golden State, and you could argue that Boston's great defense should capitalize on that. But the counterpoint is that Golden State, as I said before, should be healthier with better defensive wings because Iguodala, Porter, and Gary Payton II are supposed to come back for game one. But Boston's also been very turnover prone. So if you want to talk about both teams turning the ball over, let's just say almost the same amount. It goes back to my point. I have more faith in Golden State to generate better offensive possessions, and I think they'll win the series. So Boston could win, of course. I'm not saying Golden State's going to smack them. I also wonder about experience. I understand that Tatum, Brown, Smart, and Horford, et cetera, have all been to the Eastern Conference Finals. They've all had deep playoff runs. None of them have made it to the Finals. And pressure was definitely a factor in some of the previous series. Boston ended up pulling it out, but we've seen them struggle when the lights are the brightest on occasion. We really have not seen Golden State struggle with the lights on ever since the 3-1 blown lead. And I really do believe that Boston will have some moments of growing pains, potentially in game one, where the team looks a little bit shell-shocked. And if they get punched in the mouth, there's no guarantee they're going to respond in this high-pressured environment. At some point, they'll adjust. I just wonder how many games it'll take or how many quarters it'll take for them to fully make the adjustment. So with all those variables, I like Golden State in six. If you want to go for an actual price on that, let me see what I can actually find for the price I had in front of me, but now I have to just dig it up for a second. Uh, Okay, so series correct score here. I have Golden State in six, which pays out at around plus 550, plus 600. I think it's a good payout. I think you're looking at a spot where Golden State, we know as the massive streak of consecutive series with road wins. And we know Golden State should probably take at least one road game here because Boston's five and four straight up at home. They've really not been a good home team at TD Garden. So you're assuming Golden State takes at least one. And if they do, I believe Boston could potentially take one as well. Golden State might take two, but the point is I do think Golden State will be able to put themselves in a position to apply maximum pressure to Boston when it comes to the actual series scoreboard. They'll be up either one nothing, 2 nothing, 2-1, something like that, and force Boston to respond accordingly. And I do not think they will be able to respond to those stressful situations every time. So I do think Golden State will eventually wear them down and win. And Golden State, of course, has been there. And we know that Golden State has not been to the finals ever since Durant was a member of the team. But to remind everybody, the last time Curry, Draymond, Iguodala, and all these guys made it to the finals, they lost. They lost to Toronto. So they have a bit of a bitter taste in their mouths. Draymond is going to be extremely motivated just defensively because he was left off of the all-NBA first team. So I do think he will be a little bit extra amped to add a little extra bulletin board material for him personally. But when it comes to the overall series, I'm taking Golden State. Boston will hang around. You'll have a couple of close games, maybe an overtime game. But I trust Golden State's late-game execution more than Boston's, and I think that will be the story of the series. Now, to go through the actual games, we'll go through game one, and we'll speculate on what the spreads might be for the other games. But game one, Golden State minus 3.5 at home, and the over-under is 2.12.5. I like Golden State. Boston, from what we've seen in the playoffs, has really not been a very good game one team. We saw them against the Nets win on a buzzer beater, which was a game they deserved to lose. They had a pretty decent comeback in the fourth quarter there to even put themselves in a shot to pull off that Tatum buzzer beater layup. So they weren't great in that game one. They played Milwaukee. They got buried in game one at home, and they played Miami, 
and they got buried on the road. So Boston is 1-2 straight up in game ones. You can argue they should have been 0-3. They're playing in Golden State in the finals, the first finals for a lot of these guys, if not all of these guys. I do think Boston will struggle out of the gates, and I think Golden State's going to win this game one relatively handily. I don't want to say it's going to be double digits. It might be 12. It's not going to be 30. I'm not going to have one of these blowout games and make that type of prediction. But I do think Golden State wins comfortably by around eight points. I think Golden State does enough. Free throw shooting, we know that they're great with the likes of Curry, with Poole, with Clay. They're very good at making free throws late in games, and I think that'll be the story. And I do think that Golden State will be able to survive late game fouling situations in order to cover. So give me Golden State to win, and I'll take the minus three and a half. Now to look at the actual total, I will go with the under in game one, mostly because of the fact these two defenses are elite. We know the offenses are good, but I already mentioned the nerves regarding the Celtics in their first NBA Finals in a long time since Kevin Garnett and company were still there. But I do believe that with the layoff for both teams, Boston had less of a layoff. Of course, they ended up winning game seven. Golden State hasn't played in like a week and a half. I think you'll see both teams come out a bit rusty. And I think both teams offensively should look pretty underwhelming in the first 24 minutes. Might pick up after halftime. But with the defensive intensity I'm expecting and with the potential lackluster shooting because of the layoff, I am going to go with the under in game one. I think you'll see it be pretty ugly, but Golden State gets it done. If I had to guess a score... 105 to 97. We'll go somewhere along those lines. It'll get into the 200s, not the 210s. It'll go under. Now, looking at game two, assuming my prediction is right and assuming Golden State ends up winning game one by a decent amount, but in a non-blowout fashion, I'm assuming game two, Golden State will lay four and a half. So I think the line will go up by one if it's a comfortable win, but not a blowout win. And with that, I'm assuming the total will stay somewhat close. I'm leaning under. In game one, so I'll assume the total adjusts to around 210 and a half to 11 and a half, so a one-point adjustment on both the spread and the total. And I'm taking Boston in game two. We've seen Boston make a lot of really good adjustments for game two of, of their respective series. After the lackluster game one performances, they've really come out and smacked the opposition in game two. And I think that you're looking at a spot where Boston knows it cannot go down 2-0 in this situation. And I'm not saying they're officially going to win the game, but I do think it'll be a nail-biter, and I do think that Boston will do enough to keep this game within four points. So for me, I'm going to go with Boston. I think they got a pretty good shot to win the game in game two. I know Golden State's undefeated at home, but we saw them also get really lucky against Dallas, where they look dominant in game one. And then Golden State has these moments where they might occasionally have some lapses where it looks like they're on autopilot. They're not fully engaged, and the other team comes out and smacks. I expect Boston to have a lot of urgency in game two, potentially take Boston first quarter, first half in game two, and I think they'll do enough to hold on there. And then to go into game three, first NBA Finals game in Boston for a while, but I'm going to take Golden State. Boston should be favored in that game, probably around two and a half, maybe three, and I'm still going with Golden State. I am not impressed with Boston at home in the playoffs. They've really not been very good and Boston has really struggled once again late in games. And we know Golden State, if they're good at one thing in particular that a lot of teams cannot fully relate to, it's the ability to keep games within striking distance when you're playing terribly. And Golden State has really mastered that craft of being down seven 
being down eight at some point in the fourth quarter, buckling down, getting a couple stops in a row, and you look up two minutes later, it's a one-point game. And it's really a skill that a lot of teams don't have. And I am worried that if Boston ends up feeling the pressure late on the scoreboard, they are going to choke. So I'm going to go with Golden State in game three. I think that Boston will have a pretty decent first half. I think Golden State will respond, maybe even a clay game. But I do think that Golden State will end up taking care of business in game three. And I do think that Golden State should probably be up 2-1 in this series when we reconvene for next week's episode. So I guess I am taking Boston in game two. But I'm going Golden State in game one, covering the spread and the under. I have Boston plus the probably four and a half around in game two, and I like the under as well. And for game three, I'm expecting a defensive grind in Boston. I will take Golden State and the under. But either way, hopefully the Warriors rise to the occasion. Hopefully they end up getting themselves a a series lead. 3-0 would be nice, of course, you know, being how this is the Bay Area podcast. But I do believe that Golden State will do enough in order to take advantage of an inexperienced Boston team in the most high-pressured situation they've been in in their entire careers. So that's my thoughts on the first three games and the series. I got Golden State in six at around plus 550. And other than that, though, I will see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.